We've all known a bully before, someone who seems to be mean just for the sake of being mean. Yet as brutish as they may seem, there has to be more to a person like this. Is this the truth for the man in today's episode? Let's find out. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. I'm Timothy Gregory, bringing you the story of a man who, as soon as his cruel and calloused exterior was broken, was truly searching for someone to care. We'll see just who could care for a person like him in today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Also, you want to stick around because later we are going to give the rest of you another opportunity to enter yet another sweepstakes drawing for a prize. No, it's not a cash prize, but it is a prize, and I think it's a prize you're really going to like if we draw your name. But first, let's get to it, folks. The classic true story of Dick Lane. How do you do? The following episode was recorded live at the KHCB's 60th anniversary celebration at Second Baptist Church in Houston, Texas, on August 9th, 2022. If you're interested in bringing Unshackled to your town or church, Stay tuned for more information at the end of this episode. Grab the cash and scram before the cops get here. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. So, tell me about the explosion. Just what you thought, boss. A safe blowing up. Another burglary. Yeah, the cop says it looks like Dick Lane's work. Few clues, quick getaway. The man's a master at what he does. <laughs> Pity it's crime. There's honest people, and then there's dishonest people. Don't kid yourself. We're all a little shady. <laughs> Guess you're right, boss. Ah, but he's something else. Over the top. He's daring, for sure. And cruel. Don't forget that. Yes. But think what he could do if he went straight. You're kidding! I'm serious. I'd like to offer him a job. A man that intelligent is worth saving. Next time they catch him, you can visit him in jail. I'd like to talk to him before that. See if you can set up a meeting. What? Me? You have contacts in the underworld? Put out the word, I have a job for him. The man in our story was a notorious safe blower, a professional criminal, but he was equally infamous for his cruelty. We know nothing about his youth, but he was known to the police in 12 cities. This is the classic story of how he changed. The true testimony of Dick Lane, right now on Unshackled. I was a manager with a Chicago newspaper when Dick Lane first came to my attention. And I do mean attention. His name came up again and again in news stories about burglaries. My reporter put out the word and set up a meeting with him in a loop cafe. Like two wrestlers, we eyed each other before we sat down. Dick! 
You don't look at all the way I expected. What makes you think I care about that? What do you want, lady? You have quite a reputation. Why don't you change your line of work? From burglary to business. <laughs> Putting money in a safe for some other guy to steal? Do I look stupid? No. But you don't look like a criminal either. Looks are deceiving, lady. You say your name's Keats. But to me, you look like a high-end grifter. We aren't here to talk about me. We're here to talk about helping you. Don't you want help? I can take care of myself. Listen, Mr. Lane. If you'd make good in one legitimate job, the law would get off your back. Oh, you think so, huh? You're here on a 24-hour time limit. The police can pick you up on site. But if you go to work in my circulation department, I'd ask the commissioner to drop that pickup order. Oh, sure. And the cops would pick me up the next day. They're on the take. Give it a try, Mr. Lane. Give me a chance to help you. Lady, I don't want your help. And I don't need it either. Yours or anyone else's. That ended my attempt to help Dick Lane. But his career in crime continued. He was in and out of the penitentiary where his reputation as a hard con was well known. Prison officials disliked him and other prisoners hated him because he hated them. He took peculiar pleasure in sabotaging the efforts of any prisoner to earn a good conduct parole. You've been here quite a while, Mr. Lane. Never ask that question, kid. Why? Why not? Because it's none of your business. I know guys keep track of their time. Hey, the calendar belongs to me and me alone, as long as I'm in this dump. Okay, okay, Lane, whatever you say. You got that right. I don't care about you, and you don't care about me, you understand? Sure. I just thought I'd try to be friendly and... I hate phonies. I meant it. Listen, it's better to be a real crook than a crook trying to be something that he ain't. Like I say, I hate phonies. I swear, I ain't a phony. But this is my first time and I'm trying to learn the ropes. Do I look like a Sunday school teacher? No. I just thought maybe an old timer like you could bother- ah. Quit thinking or I'll break your arm, you hear? Ow, ah, ah. Next time, I'll snap it in half. Hey, leave the guy alone. Ah, shut up, all of you! Just shut up, will you? The foreman docked me for losing that wrench. Too bad. It ain't my fault. No, it ain't, kid. I hit it. You hit it? Why? Where is it? You think I'm gonna tell you? You louse. I hate you! <laughs> well, there goes your good conduct parole, kid. Too bad. Dick Lane practiced every dirty trick he knew to torment others into losing their cool and spoiling their chance for a good conduct parole. He stole their possessions, muttered threats, and even inflicted pain. He had only contempt for the idea of rehabilitation. That contempt would be his undoing. He was in jail awaiting trial in Toledo, Ohio, while in that same city, a newly converted 18-year-old was reading his Bible. 
For when we saw thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee, and the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Yes, Lord, I'll go. I'll visit the prisoners in the county jail. Good afternoon, sir. Beat it. Sir, I want to shake your hand. Beat it, kid, or I'll call the guard. But I've got good news for you. Such as? You can get out of all of this. Careful, kid. I mean it, mister. You can be free. I've just been set free myself, so I know it works. Yeah? You want to be set free, don't you? What, of jail? Uh, yes, sir. Free of jail, your life of crime, and sin. All of it. <laughs> sin? Yes, sir. It's sin that put you here. You mean it, kid? I sure do. Our sin nailed Jesus Christ to the cross. Is that so? I've just become a Christian, and I want you to be one too, because I want you to be free. You do? Yes, sir. I'm free because I put my faith in Jesus Christ, and I want you to be free like me. You don't say. I would have been afraid of someone like you before, but now I'm willing to do like Paul. He wrote, From henceforth, let no man trouble me. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. What? It's in the Bible, sir. Hey, kid. Yes, sir? You still want to shake hands with me? I sure do, sir. Then reach through the bars. Yes, sir. Ah. 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 You're hurting me. <laughs> ah. oh. I think you broke my wrist. You had to learn, kid. I want you to know something. You don't teach me, kid. I'm teaching you about life. You taught me something, all right. But not what you think. I just realized I'd let you break my other wrist if it would break whatever made you the way you are. Get out of my sight, kid! If I could get at you, I'd kill you! You showed me what St. Paul really meant in that verse. Verse? For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Cruelty like that gets around. So we heard about Dick Lane breaking that young man's wrist. Read this, boss. Prisoner breaks wrist of visitor. Dick Lane again? That guy is something else. Uh, I wonder what made him that way. Yeah, whatever it was, he's twisted beyond hope. It says the kid was trying to help him. Guess I'm lucky he didn't break my arm. You want to run the story? If there's room. We didn't know until much later the effect all of this had on Dick Lane. Something snapped inside of him, and he changed rapidly. The cold assurance left him. Out of prison and back at his old trade blowing up safes, he couldn't keep his hands from shaking as he placed the charges of explosive. Sure you know what you're doing, Lane? Hey, I've been at this for 40 years, okay? Off and on. What do you mean? Can't count time in the slammer. Okay, 20 years then. Your hands are shaking, man. Ah, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. I can see. And I ain't working on explosives with a guy whose hands are shaking. You're cracking up, Lane. You're finished. Folks, we'll get back to Dick's story in just a moment, but first... I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. 
Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org, and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, Unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now the conclusion of the Dick Lane Classic. Word travels fast in the underworld, and within months, the famous safecracker was a frightened has-been in the world of crime. He was constantly on the move because police wouldn't let him remain in their jurisdiction. Nearly 60, he looked much older when he arrived in Chicago, and the rejections filled his thoughts. We don't want you around here. See that you're out of town by this time tomorrow. You're cracking up, Lane. You're finished! Dick Lane was now a broken man. Alone and defenseless as he wandered the streets of Chicago. Afraid and ashamed of his memories, hostility had turned to cowardice. And then he remembered the newswoman who had once tried to help him, and he found his way to our office. I didn't even recognize him. What can I do for you, uh, Mr. Lane, is it? Don't, don't you remember me, ma'am? Uh... Dick Lane. Dick Lane? <laughs> Can't say that I... Not the man I met in the Loop Cafe 20 years ago. You're not that Dick Lane, are you? I, I, I don't look the same, I know. I'm an old man now, I lost my nerve. For some reason, I, I want to go straight. And you offered me a job. Don't you think it's a little late for that? It's never too late if a man's still alive, is it? Depends. What about the law? You used to be under a 24-hour limit in Chicago. Yeah, I still am. But like you said back then, uh, if I could just get a job, they'd let me stay. I'm, uh... I'm tired of running. I'm too tired to leave. You expect me to give you a job, Mr. Lane? Please, ma'am. Anything at all. We gave him a job as a receiving clerk, and he was grateful. When the Chicago police saw that he was on the payroll, they lifted the time limit. He was a free man, if you don't count the shackles on his mind. On the job, 
He was too busy to think. But afterward, as he walked the streets for hours, he wondered if the loneliness was affecting his sanity. Dick Lane was desperate for companionship. I'm, I'm turning into a nut. Talking to myself. Crazy, that's what I am. Hello, mister. Huh? Uh, won't you come in and sit down? Uh, what is this place? Pacific Garden Mission. Well, can just anybody go in? Sure. The Lord died for us all. Come on in. You, uh... You're, you're a Christian, aren't you? I sure am. Six months and two weeks ago, I received the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. My life belongs to Him. And I'm not scared anymore. You used to be scared? Of my own shadow, almost. Not now, though. The Lord Jesus cleaned me up. <laughs> you know, you put me in mind of another young fellow I met once. Yeah? Yeah, he was about your age. Christian, too. He wanted to help me. So do I, sir. If you'll let me. I'd let you break the other arm if I thought it would break the thing that made you like this. Thank you, sir, for what you did. Henceforth, no man can trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Anything I can do to help you, sir, I'll be glad to do. Jesus Christ has done so much for me. Come on inside. The service is about to start. Dick Lane, who once took orders from no one, followed the young man into the mission where other homeless people had gathered to sing hymns and listen to a speaker. Show not the judge of all the earth do right? Make no mistake, my friend. God is a just God, and judgment day is coming. He cannot let sin go unpunished. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. God knows the darkness in your heart. That's why he sent Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, to die in your place on the cross. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. There is a heaven. And only the blood of Christ makes you worthy to go there. Oh, and there is a hell, a place of eternal damnation and suffering. If that's your choice, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? He lets you choose. What did you think of the sermon, mister? Thought-provoking. God wants you to think about his promises. Eternal life, huh? I wouldn't want to go on forever like this. It won't be like this. God has promised a new heaven and a new earth. And we'll leave this body and this earth to be with Him. You know, there was a time 
when I wouldn't even listen to this stuff. Same with me. What changed you? The Lord. I got tired of being afraid. Tired of running. Yeah, and I've been running too. Some real bad memories. Jesus will give you his peace, Mr. Lane. Repent of your sins and place your trust in Jesus, and you will have the peace that passes understanding. He created the universe. He created everything that is, including you. So he knows your every need, and he promises to supply your needs, even the courage to not be afraid of the past, the future, or anything. I wish I had that confidence. You can. He's ready and waiting for you. All right. I'm ready. That very night, kneeling at the altar of the old Pacific Garden mission, Dick Lane repented of his sins and received new life through Jesus Christ. His transformation is recorded as glorious and amazing in the old files of the mission. I heard about it too. Yes, ma'am. I'm not the same man you once knew. I'm glad to hear it, Mr. Lane. Yeah. You even look different. It's amazing. It's just amazing to me. I, I never even cared a thing for other people, but now I try to help young lads out on the street, ones around Pacific Garden Mission. I've heard of that place. Been there a while, hasn't it? Yeah, since 1877. They throw out the lifeline to guys like me who are sinking. What do they do? Offer jobs? No, they, they offer hope and eternal peace with God. Peace with God? Yeah. Peace that comes through faith in Jesus Christ. I gave my life to him. Why someone so pure would want someone like me, I'll never know. But he does. Well, uh... <clears throat> I'm glad for you, Mr. Lane. Well, I, I just wanted to thank you for giving me a chance. God used it to help me get to him. Dick Lane rented a small furnished room near Pacific Garden Mission, where he spent his free time helping young men in trouble. Some were sick. Some were frightened of life on the streets. Each one reminded him of the young man whose wrist he had broken. Many of them he took up to his room where he read the Bible to them and patiently led some to Jesus Christ. And uh, listen to this part here. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Oh, and here's another one. Jesus said, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Out of his small salary, he saved a little to help these wayward young men. If one of them needed shelter, he shared his small room. Word got around that Dick Lane would always help someone in need. And one of them figured him for a soft touch. This tough kid called Red made up a story and went to Dick. Uh, Elaine, I got trouble. Uh, one of the guys said you might be able to help me. 
I'll try, Red. What's wrong? I, I gotta get back home fast. My mother's not expected to live. How can I help? I need some money for a train ticket. How much? Fifteen bucks. Fifteen, huh? You got it? Yeah. Maybe you don't believe me. You think I'm lying to you? <laughs> I don't know if you're lying or not, son. That isn't important anyway. Fifteen bucks isn't important? Not compared with a human soul. Your soul, Red. Uh, you're nuts. <laughs> you know something? I'd let you cheat me twice if it could somehow break that toughness in you before it's too late. Like I said, crazy. How about the 15 bucks? It's worth that much to me any time to get you straightened out with God. All I'm asking for is the money. I don't want nothing to do with that Jesus stuff. How about it? Do I get the cash? You'll get it, Red. Good. You know, you put me in mind of a young man I met back in Ohio. But he was a Christian. The real deal. Come on. Follow me up to my room. I don't have the cash on me. As he had done many times, Dick Lane climbed the stairs to his room, followed by the young man. Some of his visitors had professed faith in Christ and didn't need to act tough anymore like Red. Whether they received Christ or not, Dick befriended them all, wanting them to catch a glimpse of Jesus. Here we are. You want a cup of coffee? Just the dough, Mr. Lane. Hey, I can make coffee in no time. I got some fresh donuts, too. You wouldn't turn that down, would you? All I want is the cash. Have you got it? Or is this just a, a trick to corner me so you can read the Bible to me? <laughs> I'd like to read the Bible to you, Red. But we came here so I could keep my promise. I'll get the $15 for you. Is that where you keep your money, Lane? Behind the clock? Yeah, Red. What little I've got is here. Why? This is why. Give me the box. Sure, son. I'd give you more if I thought it would help you. Henceforth, no man can trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Being with the newspaper, we heard about the crime right away. A few days later, they caught Red, and he confessed to shooting Dick Lane. Okay, Red, here's the confession all typed up. Read it and sign. Yeah, sure. You know, that old guy was kind of funny. What do you mean? What he said when he fell. And I grabbed the box of money. Yeah? What was that? He says, son, I'd give you more than that if I thought it would help you. Then he says something else, maybe, maybe from the Bible. He was always reading the Bible. So what did he say? Something like this. Uh, Henceforth, no man can trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. And then what, Red? Then he died. Real easy. News people are always looking for the rest of the story. The backstory. The truth behind stories. There's much about Dick Lane's story that we'll never know. Why he was so brutal in his younger years. But we know about the change in his life when he came to Jesus as an old man at Pacific Garden Mission. 
Hello, won't you come in? Is this uh, a Pacific Garden Mission? Yes, uh, the evening service is starting soon. Do you know Dick Blaine? Sure did. I invited him to come in on his first visit. He worked for us at the newspaper. You folks sure made a difference in his life. Not us. Jesus. Dick was always out here on the street talking to young guys about Jesus Christ. So he knew the man who shot him? Yes. He knew Red. Some would say he reaped what he sowed. Dick Lane was sowing God's love. But in his younger years, he sowed hostility. That was before Jesus saved him. Tell me, do you know Jesus Christ as Savior? It's a question we should all ask ourselves because the Bible says, and this is the record, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Listening friend, do you know Jesus Christ as Savior? He knows you and still loves you. He wants you to receive the gift of eternal life. Just ask him to save you because Jesus died for your sins. If you need help in making this crucial decision, we encourage you to get in touch with us here at Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607, or call one 888 need him this episode was recorded live at the khcb's 60th anniversary celebration at second baptist church in houston texas if you're interested in bringing unshackled to your church or town please contact us at unshackled at pgm.org for details now we love hearing from our listeners here on the unshackled audio drama podcast so send us your questions and we'll answer them here it can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast, and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled in Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. All right, the prize for this sweepstakes contest is another beautiful wooden scripture plaque. The verse on this one is Psalm 51.10, which says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. This is a gorgeous little thing, especially if you're looking for daily inspiration from scripture. You will love this authentic wooden plaque. The plaque has been sawn from a tree branch or log and cut in such a way as to retain as much of the bark around the perimeter as possible. If you'd like a peek at this scripture plaque, you're welcome to visit our podcast website, unshackledpodcast.org, and stop by the audio drama page 
for the picture. Now, unfortunately, folks, we are only able to mail this plaque to locations within the United States, so our drawing is limited to U.S. addresses. But if you reside in the U.S., all you have to do to enter our sweepstakes drawing is call 312-281-1264 or email podcast at unshackled.org and give us your name, phone number, and email. That's your name, phone number, and email. The winner of the sweepstakes for this beautiful scripture plaque will be announced December 19th, but the deadline for entry is December 3rd. That's December 3rd as the deadline for entry. We look forward to hearing from you. And next time, a father is the important foundation in any child's character, and the man in our story lost his when he was two years old. Without a father, I was ripe for trouble when it came. Mama went blind when I was just four years old. She couldn't do much to keep track of me. Brady, I want to know where you are and what you're doing, Brady. This is the telling of what went wrong after that. You know what's in those cases? Beer! That's what we're guarding! You think we can get our hands on some of that stuff? Sure. Then what are we waiting for? He seemed to make all the wrong decisions, going nowhere. I won't be a soldier anymore. They found out about my Navy discharge. Until he finally woke up and made the right one. God, please help me. I don't know what to do. Don't miss the true dramatization of Brady Evans, coming soon from the classic files of Unshackled. Heard in the true story of Dick Lane were Mark Forrest, Jane Hahnemann, Demetrius Troy, Curtis Vaughn, Alec Franco, and Dylan Fitzgerald. Original music, Caleb Tolleson. Sound effects, Demetrius Troy. Recording and audio engineer, Michael Kahn. Script, Kenitha Gabler and Jack O'Dell. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ.